0: We're back forty one minutes after eleven o'clock, our Hello Joy Coffee time. My pleasure to welcome back to the show, Richard Abear, Hebert, Bear's Garden Center. How you doing, sir?
1: Jeff. Doing really good now that it started to rain. Yeah, it helps. I mean it really does. I mean what a difference. I mean I know we need a lot more, but you gotta start somewhere and um, and it, it was it was nice. That rain Monday Evening or afternoon, late afternoon, was the most we've had in a while.
0: Yeah. And it knocked my power off, too, somehow. Really? Two consecutive, I think they were both Mondays, too, two consecutive weeks where we get a little light rain, and all of a sudden my power's out. But not here. You yeah, know, I'm a block away. Right, right. Not, not here, but there.
1: So, That's interesting. Yeah.
0: And I, I have no idea if there's a correlation between uh, the, the rain and the, the power outage, but and both were, you know, within an hour or so uh, back mm-hmm. on, but mm-hmm. still kind of
1: frustrating. Anyway, yes, note no, with uh, with uh, no AC in this kind of weather—that's for sure. Yeah,
0: I, you know, I found myself the the first one. I kind of got a kick out of it uh, when the power came back on. I had to turn off some other lights that um, were on, and uh, anyway, so and, and your, the way your mind works. You think, okay, the AC's off, I'm, I'm going to start sweating. Mm-hmm. So when it came back on, I, I got up and uh, I took a look and I'd only lost a degree in the house in that oh, hour.
1: Well, yeah, you kind of...
0: Just kinda, went, went from 71 to 72. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. I did, did good. I, I, but yet in my head, I'm uh-huh. starting to sweat.
1: That's right. Which that's is true. stupid. It's amazing <laughs> how the mind works. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I miss it. I miss one of the big things I fear the most is no AC. So it's uh, I, I need my air ag- conditioning for sure.
0: There you go. You brought in trailer. Uh, uh, d- I did.
1: Uh, I did bring in some plants. Before we start, we'll talk a little bit about the the rain and how beneficial that was. And certainly, the thing that's 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 creating the most problems is, is going to be the uh, the lawns. The lawns suffered the most so far, Jeff. And it certainly shows when you start to drive around town. Um, they've they really took a beating. And, you know, obviously, man, I, I don't know if I've lost it. You know, we really don't know uh, till we get some substantial rain. But I think we've got a good shot of it coming back. But the problem is going to be is that uh, weeds are going to also come through it too. You know, we talked about how, you know, uh, healthy thick lawns will certainly reduce the number of weeds that are there. And, and the reverse is, is just as just just as true in sense that. Now that the, the grass has almost died back and maybe some areas died, you're going to have weeds coming up. So we want to kind of get ready for that. But there's really not much you can do except pray for more rain, and that's going to be the key. We just need a consistent amount of moisture, milder temperatures, and then see what happens. Then we can start talking about maybe fertilization options and, and spraying for some of those weeds. People are coming in and want to spray for, uh, you know, we're starting to see a little button weed and, uh and certainly uh, crabgrass has been abundant in in the dry weather they can tolerate it very very well and so but you got to be extremely careful about spraying the lawns when the temperatures are still this hot and the um, the, the grass is is, is in such uh, bad shape you know and so you kind of you just kind of just kind of wait and 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 if you can water, you water and then rain helps and and then just let it kind of come back on its own. And once that happens, then you can start attacking it with a little fertilizer and uh, a little uh, weed control. We'll we'll sell more winterizer this year than I normally sell. Normally, I tell people if you if you have uh, you know if you fertilize twice this season and the grass looks good, leave the winterizer alone. Don't push it. Uh, going into the fall, this year is going to be a little bit different. If uh, if the if the temperatures start to subside and we get some moisture, it would be a good idea to uh, to winterize to help it.
0: You know, I, uh, taking a walk yesterday, I noticed, and obviously, I, I'm aware that uh, some areas of lawns were protected, maybe because they had shade, uh, maybe less affected by the heat. But I also saw in wide open areas that wouldn't have been affected by shade or uh, anything else where you had dead spots next to mm-hmm. green. And I guess that's the chinch bugs, or is that?
1: Well, it, it could be. It could be, actually. It could be uh, insects that cause a problem. But again, you know, I always say little differences make big differences, right? So if if you just have, a, you know, a little undulation where the, the soil is rising a little bit and dips down a little bit and get maybe a little, a little bit of that dew stays in there a little bit longer, it makes a big difference. Mm. A little water could make a big especially consistent, where, you know when it gets a little rain that maybe that top ridge gets a, a you know gets a quarter of an inch and the, and the little dip gets an inch or half an inch and so it, it's hard it's hard to say and soil soil conditions are sometimes help, but usually in that in those situations all the soil is pretty much the same and then uh when you cut your grass, Jeff, you know like, you know how sometimes people will cut the grass and if you've got a high spot, you'll scald it you'll, you'll yeah. run over it and it shears it heavier than other areas and and that would make a difference too. So yeah, those little things would make a difference. And so it could have been bugs, but it could have been those little factors that that come up when it comes to mowing or uh, uh, just a, a little bit more moisture we get in those areas that cause cause a difference. Gotcha. But anyway, so just kind of hang in there with the lawns, and and we'll see what happens. I tell you, Jeff, you know I'm driving around and and looking at some of the shrubs and even some of the trees it's really dramatic. I mean, I'm seeing rows of shrubs that have really suffered, suffered to the point that it's close to dying. And, and so it's really nothing to do. You don't want to fertilize it. You just want to just hang in there. If you can water, I mean, you see stuff struggling. If you can water, do it. Uh, But, you know, sometimes you can't do it. You know, it it may be, you know, 100 feet away from the house and maybe, you know, 50 feet of shrub. But I mean, I'm seeing things that that I haven't seen, you know, stuff that you stuff, Jeff, usually if it's established and, and it's been there long enough, man, you know, usually it can hang in there in situations like this. But we're starting to see issues, viburnums, good hardy shrub, I'm starting to see issues. Uh, the lily and niles we talked about earlier, starting to see issues. And so, you know, if 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 you can, even though we get in water, if you can attack it and, and, and go out there and, and hose it and, and water it down really, really good, it can do anything but help you. You certainly don't want to replace anything now. I mean, we're right now, August and early September is probably the worst time to t- tr- attempt to do any transplanting in terms of either digging it up and moving it or just buying it and planting it. Just wait another month, and it'll be much easier. People s- say, oh, but the winter's coming. Uh, well, that's true, but unless it's a tropical, it'll be a Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, th- things like, uh, you know. Uh, you know, the, the lily of the Niles and uh, azaleas and camellias, uh, gardenias, uh, roses, all that can take take the cold, but trying to transplant in this kind of heat just isn't, isn't the wise thing to do when you're so close to some milder temperatures and the plants will do, do real good. Same thing with fertilization, Jeff, uh, you know, if the stress point in which, you know, Probably 70% of the problems out there right now are stress because of the heat and the dry. So if that is the stress point, fertilization is about the worst thing you can do. And so you just don't want to pull – fertilizer will pull moisture away from the plant and cause issues. So just hang in there. You can winterize in another three to four weeks and – and once we start to get into that normal pattern. So water is really the key right now, and that's going to be the what you want to look out for. You know, there, there are still other issues in the landscape. Certainly, uh, we're still seeing the leaf mines. We're still seeing aphids. Um, you know, a, a lot of bugs that are causing the normal problems, mealybugs, the normal issues. And you certainly want to take care of that. Uh, but, but you don't want to try to uh, uh, you know, enhance a plant by fertilization right now it's not going to do much good now i'm not talking about vegetables and maybe bedding plants stuff that you can water and take care of that's fine but anything in the ground shrubs and trees leave it alone and deal with that uh... at a later time uh... we talk about uh... uh... certainly the containers jeff we still got you Mm -hmm. know we get rain you still got to water i mean uh... someone called and said look i have a plant that's uh... Uh, that's in a container and it's dying. And so the first question we're going to ask you is, you know, <laughs> how much are you watering? I just didn't expect this answer. We said, oh, I never watered it. So <laughs> that is an issue right now. So it, I'm surprised it's still alive. Apparently it was a big shrub that's been in a big container. But just remember, containers are out of the ground. they The wind hits them. Uh, The sun hits them; they're going to dry a lot faster. The older the plant is, and the smaller the container, it's going to be bigger issues. And so, you really got to look out for those big time. Don't try to, you know, the same old story. Don't try to replace if you have a lot of flowers or something in the container. Get rid of the dead stuff, clean them up, make them look good, keep the the good stuff in there. Just kind of hang in there. We're close. We're so close, Jeff. About a month away from. Really starting to get some of the uh, some of the fall season stuff, and the big advantage of planting the fall season stuff, uh, as opposed to the warm season stuff right now, is that one you're going to be planting when the temperatures are cooler, so you're going to be happier, and the plants going to be happier. But the plants that are going to be available in about another month are going to be much more resi- resistant to any cool temperatures, and they'll go to next May, as opposed to the stuff that's available now will only go till. Maybe November, and, and certainly the first frost or freeze will knock them out. So you just got to hang in there and certainly clean it up, weed things out. And, uh, you know, the other issue with the rain, Jeff, is the weeds are, weeds are right behind it. Yeah. They've just been waiting for a little moisture. And I'm not saying that the weeds haven't been there, they have. But certainly you're going to see those things uh, amplify a lot, uh, strictly because that little bit of moisture is just amazing. Um, when, you, when you start to watch uh, Mother Nature, how it works. I mean, just a little moisture will things will start to just sprout, and uh, and that's what it is. It's just uh, moisture. So look, kind of look out for that. I did bring a, a few things in here, Jeff. We started. uh, I'm going to make fall get here whether it wants to or not. There you go. And so we did bring a huge shipment of crotons in, and crotons uh, are a great plant. It's a it's a fall plant because of the color of the leaves, and this is the old traditional. Uh, Petra Croton, and what I'm showing Jeff here now is just a big leaf, big wide, long leaf, green, yellow, a little orange in it. And th- the reason they are so so predominantly in the fall is because of the colors match the fall colors. Okay, like yellow and orange is real fallish. However, they really aren't a, a, a cool season plant, so it's not something you can say, "Oh, I'm going to buy eight crotons and go plant them in the in the front bed." Uh, that would be a mistake because the first it doesn't take a hard freeze to knock these out. It just takes a, a light freeze or temperatures getting to low 40s and 30s to really start making them look bad. So you want to you want to kind of remember that. Now, should you? Uh, Uh, you know, utilize them in the landscape, yes, but you don't want to plant them in the sense that I'm going to go plant them, take them out of the pond and plant them in the ground. A lot of people will false plant it. I mean, leave them in the container, sink them in the ground, and, uh, you know, and just give maybe the patio or the front a good fall look to it. And then when the temperature starts to cool off, uh, you just pluck them out of the ground. They haven't been there long enough to root into the ground at all. And they can actually, it's a great interior plant. Certainly, Jeff. M- you, mine's
0: work. You, you gifted me one uh, a couple of years ago, and it, it does uh, very well in my window.
1: That's right. So it's, it certainly needs light, so you can't put it in a dark room. But certainly near a window, they perform extremely well. So it's a great plant that you can maneuver back and forth. Last year, Jeff, if... If it wasn't for that week at Christmas when we got the extreme yeah. cold, beyond that, these could have stayed outside for 90% of the time because January and February was very, very mm. mild. And so they could be utilized in both ways. The difference uh, with the crotons I have here now, this is the uh, called uh, Petra, and this is another variety uh, called Magnificent. It's just a different – basically the leaf is the same, but for the listeners, it's a little spotty rather than uh, – colors uh all over it
0: seems mine has a couple of different varieties of leaf is that possible it's,
1: it's possible also uh maybe uh jeff maybe turning that plant every once in a while so that you get more light uh, it would make it more uniform sometimes the less light you get they'll actually start to show less color mm. and so they'll start to green up more than showing the orange so just a uh you know a, a quarter or a half turn uh every two or three weeks will kind of make it more uniform inside. Gotcha. Inside, Outside, it's not that not that big of a deal. Uh, this one's called Mamie, which is just a kind of a curly, small, narrow-leaf croton. Really different and unique. So they, they a lot more options than you did have years ago. And this one's called Eleanor Roosevelt. Not sure why. But uh, <laughs> anyway, and uh, it's just kind of skinny, skinny leaves. Kind of has that curly fashion as the Mamie. I think she was a fan of them, maybe? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I should have looked it up. I apologize. But uh, she... Uh, it's a pretty cro. So you got some options with the crotons, and of course the fall mums will be coming. Uh, you know, uh, I, I almost talk to the growers on a weekly basis, Jeff. And the reason is, is that uh, you know the growers we've had have been doing it for ye- no, not years, decades, decades upon decades. It's uh, it's a uh, uh, you know the parents were doing, it and and now the, the children are doing it, and so mums are are not as big as they used to in terms of years ago we sold a tremendous amount of mum for all saints day to go on the grave sites well that's changed a little bit not not as much as done uh, so the growers have kind of lost a little bit of, of the market share but uh, growers of the mums anyway and so you gotta watch it close because i talked to one of the growers uh, a couple of weeks ago i said how is the is this drought affecting and you said the drought is not a problem richard It's the heat and it's really has has uh uh really hurt the mums. So, you know, I'm I'm watching really close and, and uh and just making sure that I get uh the selection I need even if I have to bring them in early. But we'll start with mums generally toward the end of September and uh we'll start with a few. Just remember when it comes to uh mums, uh they will go to uh to about the uh first week of October and so you want to be careful. You don't want to buy a full uh you know, full bloom mum uh unless you're giving it as a gift. Uh but, but but if you want something to last the longest you want to try to get them budded up and that's what we attempt to do. Uh we want to start with them heavily budded, showing little color and it won't be a matter of maybe a seven to ten days that could be showing a lot of color. So it doesn't take long with the garden mums and uh and the biggest issue with that is going to be moisture. I also bought in some uh, ornamental peppers and ornamental peppers are uh are great for fall because you know fall is also harvest and uh so people like to see these peppers and uh and they just come in uh and the, the one i'm showing here to jeff has kind of purple and white leaves and oh, yeah. it's going to end up having a not showing it but the blooms are purple and the uh fruit itself the pepper itself is going to be actually purple and this other one i have here is going to be uh it's called red missile and it has little sharp uh extended uh uh peppers and they'll be end up being orange, yellow and green very similar to a Tabasco pepper, but a little bit more narrow and pointed. uh... Both of them are very good. I mean, the biggest question we get is, you know, can you use them in seasoning? And the short answer is, they're not poisonous. But you just never know, you know, what the flavor is going to be. You know, you buy a Tabasco pepper, you know what it's going to be. You buy a cayenne pepper, you know what it's going to be. And you buy a jalapeno, you know what it's going to be. Uh, these you just don't know. So it's not. You're not to worry about, you know, poisoning anybody. But they're really not. They're really not uh, sold as uh as edibles more is as just uh again follows for harvest so these are great we'll get these in bigger pots but uh these will freeze so this is another one we sell a tremendous amount of eating peppers in the spring and they will uh they perform well they do all well all summer long however this summer they did struggle a little bit because of the heat but like we we're telling people, just hang in there. Don't let them die. Water them, fertilize them, and then this fall they're going to produce, and we're certainly starting to, start to see that they will get bigger and and, and do much much better. So th- these are great for not so much planting the ground, but great for a container. Uh, I mean, you can fill a good ten-inch container, and these will look pretty. And uh, and again, there's other there's going to be other varieties available, and will will do extremely extremely well. Uh, jumping now to uh, vegetables and the uh you know vegetables we finally started getting vegetables in jeff i was not going to bring one plant in until we got some rain and because it was just uh it just didn't make any sense and uh, uh even though we planted people plant them in the heat so the heat is okay if you don't miss a water yeah and so if you miss a water it's not going to give you a second chance but it's amazing <laughs> jeff we're talking now it's you know 98 97 and man it's like thank god right Whereas, I,
0: I, I I catch myself saying only 94, like tomorrow's <laughs> high is only going to be, or Saturday, excuse me, Saturday's high, only 94, and I, I laugh that I'm saying only 94. And, and I'm
1: doing the exact same thing. I'm watching the West oh, man, all right, 94. I'm thinking, about, I'm, then, I, then I'm doing like you, I'm saying, you kidding me? <laughs> that's hot. But it's the difference. And so, uh you know, you can get an early start. And certainly with, you know, the beets and the carrots and the terms and mustard, that's cheap tries if you want to try it to get an early start so it really would work well but um you know but if you can't take care of like a lot of some people are still doing in the rows in the ground you know they got these 50 foot rows and five of them they know better they're not gonna even try it uh because they know that heat's gonna tell you up but uh the advantage of planting early a lot of times you can get two crops out of this thing you can plant early and harvest and go right behind it and uh and plant again in november and so uh so that's that's a that's a neat way to do it and you certainly can perform it and, and again all the herbs and everything like that uh, won't be long Jeff it's uh it's right around the corner I mean I'm more excited about this fall than uh than ever you know uh I'm hoping that maybe uh since we had a, such a huge difference in our summer this year that maybe we'll see a huge difference in the fall. Wouldn't that be great? Meaning the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning like I'm going, I want, you know, 40s at night. I'd
0: like the 70s to linger a little longer than they normally
1: do. You know, that would be great. So if they're saying climate change has changed, maybe it's going to change this October and give us some decent weather. I know the farmers are so thrilled to death to have a little bit of moisture for that plant cane that some have started planting. That That was a godsend for them. And, uh, and I, I know they have a long ways to go, but I know all the water that we got, you know, normally, Jeff, they're planting. They don't want to see a rain cloud, but this time uh, it, it didn't matter. That that water just uh, was absorbed. Gotcha.
0: Anything else uh, you want to add I before? think that's
1: it, Jeff, and uh, we'll be ready to go.
0: There you go. Always a pleasure, Richard. Uh, we'll look forward to the next time.
1: Thank you, Jeff.